0: You, yeah, you, you who's listening to this podcast right now. Do you lie in bed at night reading fanfictions till the sun comes up? Or do you ever binge a show on Netflix? And afterwards you just can't stop thinking about the characters? Or maybe you wish you could draw so you can make fan art of your favorite characters and make cool art friends? We've got a podcast for you. It Phantom on the Phone! Hello and welcome to Fandom on the Phone, a show where we discuss all things fandom, from fandom issues, fan art, fan fiction, and all those fandom related things. Now, I feel like a lot has changed over these past few months and I think we all know why. We just ended the first season and now we're stepping into the second season. And if you've forgotten, I'm Trish. I was your host in season one. And I think one of the biggest changes that we've had on the show is the fact that the person next to me is no longer Crawl. Now, I want to say that this is just Crawl with a new face. She's gotten a new facelift. She changed a couple things. So now she completely looks like a different person. But that's not the case. And this is actually my good friend Naysa who is here with us today and she is going to stay with us actually for the remainder of the season and I think you all would benefit from getting to know her a little bit just before we get to talking about all the nitty-gritty stuff of season two so without further ado take it away Nay.
1: Okay, so hi everyone. I'm Nasa. No, actually, I'm just crawling disguise. Actually, like I just got like like Trisha said, I got a lot of things happening here, but nah, <laughs> I'm just your new co-host for fandom on the phone. I'm Nasa, and well, if you recall, this is not my first time here. Actually, I was at featured at your first before. radio. Yeah, this is not my first Rodeo. I was featured in the podcast before talking about K-pop and parasocial relationships. But now I got promoted. And now I'm a co-host with the lovely Trisha. So mm. like Trisha said, I'm going to ramble about myself. So hi, I'm Neysa. I like long walks on the beach. That is a lie. Uh, <laughs> but like I'm 21. And when I'm talking about fandom, I usually talk about Hannibal. K-pop, anime, and then all espionage movies under the sun. Whether it's trashy, whether it's good, I just love espionage films and well, anything. Honestly, I like everything. Like I'm an omnivore. Like Trisha has described me as a nomad. You know, I come from nowhere bearing information, and like I just, I just go the next day. Like <laughs> you like, <laughs> like Wikipedia. I, you can't verify your sources. I know, but I still know everything. <laughs> you do, like you even do. even when I'm not really involved in the fandom, I'm I'm pretty knowledgeable. Like you know that one person that goes to a wedding and then they have their plates full with lots of different food, but like they just keep taking food and they don't stop, and like it it's filled with to the brim with information with all the latest gossips. But, oh I would say guess. that's like the perfect way to describe Nisa.
0: She's just yeah. that guest that come that cuts the yeah. line and just goes yeah. to, straight to the each platter that they have and they and she just takes everything, not everything like like a piece of each and and you get frustrated because like she goes back to take the crab meat and then she she goes forward again to take the salad even though she already has a salad. And you know her plate, like she said, it's filled to the brim. What can you do? I mean it's her plate.
1: So I will they'll... finish my plate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, not always. I'm I'm pretty sure you've dropped seasons faster than um like a, a like a new new newly rich
1: mom dropping Gucci shoes. That's true. Oh, God. I am scared of commitments, even with TV shows. Even with TV shows. But there's something different. But, like, our dynamic is way different. Like, Trisha, you've heard about my dynamic. You haven't heard about Trisha. She is the person that would stand in one spot in a wedding buffet, and she would only eat one thing. She would just pick out that tater tot. Like, her life depended on it for, like, 30 (laughs) good minutes. But, like, if you want her to change her food preferences you gotta take her and move her to a second location like you've had enough cheese tater go taste the cheesecake or something god stop you know like she has to be moved but like she's very into things she's very into things so like yeah so like i'm more of an explorer she's more of a digger our dynamic is just match made in heaven
0: <laughs> i know and you know i'm I'm excited to share this dynamic with all of you guys, all the listeners and and excited as I am, um, we hope that you're excited to hear us ramble about things that are just everywhere. I would say that this season is a roller coaster ride. It's got so many ups and downs, and we're really excited to to you know um, catch up with you guys and kind of share share these kinds of moments with you. And we hope that you will, consent to being our third best friend.
1: Yeah. Well, now, you know, maybe let's dig a little deeper on our I think, friendship yeah. maybe. <laughs> I think the golden question here is
0: how do we know each other? Well. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm going to I'm just going to go straight in with that and I'm just going to say that I found Naysa by the side of the road, the poor lost soul with just a sign a help wanted sign that she holds up and she's selling corn dogs for the life of her and I just go up to her and say, "Hey, do you want to be my co-host for this fandom show I'm doing?" And she just says, "Yeah." And that's how that's how the rest is history.
1: But <laughs> unfortunately that's oh, not how we went. Shut up. I'm not I'm not going to let you indulge in any of your savior complex, God. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> You're calling me out on the first episode, are you? <laughs> yeah. I've been calling you out for like the past six years, buddy, six years. Since but grade. yeah, we've been friends for like six years, since 10th grade, since high school. And like throughout those six years, we have lots of fun. We have lots of, you know, things to be proud of. Some hmm. things that we're not too proud of, but like all good things but all like things. if if you would ask us about what happened in like high school we would just our grandma brain would just fry up yeah the memory spans of a, of like goldfishes so
0: we cannot like, tell yeah. you what happens like three or four years ago we cannot tell you the pieces
1: <laughs> yeah it's like like I kept telling you guys that our lives are fun, but like when you ask, oh, how is it fun? I would just stand there blank face, like <laughs> I can't even recall our first meeting. I can't
0: even recall yeah. that. It just yeah, happened few years ago.
1: <laughs> I know and now we're suddenly best friends. Oh. And like our testament to how <laughs> we talk a lot is our oh. late night phone calls oh wow it's just oh my god when wh- what is our longest record trisha <laughs> our staple record is six hours <laughs> six hours and if you ask us what we talked about in those we six cannot tell hours, you i can assure you we cannot tell you we do not know we do <laughs> not know <laughs> what not we know. talked about
0: all we know is it was nonsense and probably the fbi person at the other end of the phone call was just like typing everything out and just being all confused because we just didn't talk about anything important it was just like aliens (laughs) end of the world capitalism and then it just spirals into like bongos and new zealand castles
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and like uh, here's another reason why Trisha picked me as a co-host because if you look at our phone call log, it uh, our phone calls would never be shorter than thirty minutes. Nope. <laughs> even when Trisha, even when Trisha told me, "Hey, dude, I just gotta talk to you for like five minutes," and I was like, "Okay, let's talk," and then we, uh, and then we hung up, and then we see that we spent forty-five minutes. <laughs> five minutes just turned into 45 minutes so you know that's that's a bit of a glimpse to
0: how how we you know our little dynamic if you may so we're really excited to share that with all of you and just have a lot of fun here because we have a boy do we have a lot in store for you because we we actually did make a compilation a movie compilation a list actually of movies that we were planning on watching we call those like our movie weekends and Mm -hmm. we have a bunch like just set up i think everything just like it all started with this one movie called rope which was made in 48 by the great alfred hitchcock (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean it's one yeah. of those movies that you don't really know. It's like so underrated. You've never you it's like one of the lesser known Hitchcock movies, but it is so good, but it is
1: so frustrating. frustrating. It is the most frustrating movie I have ever been subjected to watch. <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm also not sorry <laughs> yeah but like okay here's the thing about rope okay it's a story about two protagonists who are harvard graduates graduates so like, harvard graduates, harvard graduates uh, they're supposed to be smart but they uh, they have uh, they had to like hide a dead body but they do it in the dumbest way possible like i cannot <laughs> fathom how dumb like They're you graduated so you graduated from Harvard like how dumb can you be it's so frustrating <laughs> but like okay oh. apart from that the cinematography was good it, it was so uh, good. it is very experimental the conversations were great the shot the way it's shot is really good and like the the lore about the story and, and the casting is very interesting like me and Trisha went deep diving into this movie and we love we love it
0: uh, yes, ev-
1: really love every aspect of the production. Uh, process. Yeah, but, it
0: was just <laughs> amazing from there. And but yeah, yeah it was so dumb.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> but you so know,
0: tough. um, we 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 are gonna talk about that at length if you want us to. But I think from there we kind of just went forward with that little vintage line. You know, we started watching mm-hmm. old movies, and the one the one movie that kind of struck us was Elma and Louise.
1: Yes, 1991 classic, just uh-huh. oh perfection in cinema. It's so good. It It is so good. It is like the critics. Uh, the critics said that it is the uh last good feminist movie, and they they took they the word right out of my
0: mouth. They were yeah. right. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> It was it was so good that I recall, like, cause we we always review these movies like um, over Zoom, and we would mm-hmm. chat each other through line and tell mm-hmm. us what tell, tell each other what we think, and usually that's all in caps and like just words that are just like unintelligible, like you cannot know <laughs> what we've been talking about from there. But I do recall Nasa saying that she wished that she could tattoo that movie on
1: herself, like just on my body, like a <laughs> Sistine Chapel, but. <laughs> but for Tom and Louise just oh it was that, that good yeah the shots were so good the soundtrack was so good the script writing was so good but Everything. the men was so bad oh, sure. <laughs> the men were so bad we
0: cannot we, so bad. we we cannot guarantee that you <laughs> won't anyway. have negative feelings towards like the men like mankind <laughs> after watching this movie not that we condone that you know but just that's that's the whole the whole Enchilada. side effect of it yeah. yeah and i and i think afterwards we watched another amazing feminist movie that kind of made me rethink the whole last good feminist movie thing mm-hmm. because it was also that good it was it was called promising young woman and it won it won an oscar actually this year so it was so recent but it was still like it was one of the staples for like like it's right up there it without with, with Elma and louise in terms of feminist movies wouldn't you say
1: yes yes a hundred times yes it won an award and i'm glad it won but i just wish they won more (laughs) they they
0: should have won more
1: it was so good but well we thought about these two great movies but then uh we are also we also have our eye on a newcomer movie from our film overlord disney (laughs) (laughs) Lord Mickey. Yeah.
0: We we have Cruella lined up for our next yeah. review. Yeah. If we get a hold of that movie, we will definitely be reviewing it and telling you our thoughts. And we're gonna go into this blind. You know, we're not gonna try and judge. I know the comments <laughs> that are circulating online about how this movie is just like, you know, it's like they're trying to pull a maleficent on Cruella. And yes. like, how are you gonna do that? How are you gonna make this um, woman? like who skins puppies for a living, likeable. And that is something to, you know, that's something to behold if they ever manage to do that. But we're just going to have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I watched the trailer with Trisha, and then like, yeah, like she said, like how, how can you make, how can you introduce a new character for me to hate on more than a woman that skins puppies? (laughs) Right, right. And, you know, we're looking
0: forward to that, to dishing out our take on that. And, you know, we might just around the road, we're just going to be having fun, reviewing movies, talking to you guys and just having a full on blast. So we hope you'll stick around for us and mm-hmm. we, you know, we'll see you in the next episode. First of all, thank you so much for Finity and Kim Communications for sponsoring st- this video, this episode and all the episodes to come. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fan underscore on the phone and check out our our podcast on Spotify and on YouTube, on, Fini- on Finity's channel. So we will see you next time on Phantom on the Phone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.